to online beer store review episode number two of... Brutal Battle. It's a long title for these, but I have to tell you what it is. It's like (laughs) such a mouthful. So if people remember, the very first one of these episodes we did was about Craft Beer Kings, which is an online beer store. Now, this one we're doing Craft Shack, which it's all one word. I made sure to check. Craft Shack, one word. They also are out of California. They're out of San Diego. Um... And they actually, they get a good amount of interesting beers. Now, obviously, they have a lot of California stuff, a lot of specific San Diego stuff, and we'll kind of talk a little bit more about that. But this is our episode kind of reviewing our recent experience with Craft Shack, uh, because I, I decided to do that because, you know, the whole staying in indoors type thing to see if, hey, can we just get some beer shipped to us? And it was interesting because... UPS and FedEx have kind of relaxed their rules with uh, people receiving beer at their houses. So you really only have to show your ID. They'll bring it to your house and you have to show your ID. You don't have to actually sign for it. So it's contact free at the moment, which is good. Uh, But I will say that actually I didn't even show my ID or anything. They literally just dropped it. Um, I I forget who dropped it, if it was FedEx or... Well, I, I think it was FedEx. I wouldn't actually. say they were relaxing their rules because they didn't really card before. You just had to sign for it. That's true, and anyone so, can really sign for that. They don't. That's true because they don't check an ID. They just have just someone have sign, sign for, for it. it. That's a good point. But if you have it dropped at a, at a pickup location, you have to show your ID. But part of that's, or maybe all of that, has to do with your address. Right. I don't really think it's like they're that's actually carding point. you. I think they're just verifying. It's a good point. You're picking up the right package. That's a good good point. But regardless, this is about, this isn't so much about the shipping. No. But we will talk about our experience with how it was shipped and everything. But let's start with a beer. So we have four beers for this. I got a good mix of things. And we have another episode that we're going to have coming out of what we ordered, which will be a brewery showcase. We'll talk about that a little bit later. So let's start with a brewery that's very much known for sours mainly, but they do other stuff. We actually did a brewery showcase for them not long ago, I think just some months back. And I remember saying, I'd love to get my hands on some of their Mm non-sour stuff. And lo and behold, we were able to do that through Craft Shack, so I was very, very excited one of the beers we got is not on this episode. It is uh, was a Hoppy Pilsner by them. And it's, the brewery's Almanac. Yes. <laughs> Almanac Beer Company. And they are out of San Diego, I think. Let me verify that real quick. Where is... The, oh, Al- Alameda. Sorry, Alameda, California. But California nonetheless. So yeah, Almanac Beer Company. This is their True Kolsch. And it is 5% alcohol. I believe when we went through what beers they had, I remember calling out their Kolsch and being like, man, I'd really like to try mm-hmm. that. So here we get to try it. 16-ounce can. Most of these are 16-ounce cans. So the next one. Okay. And everything we ordered from Crash Shack was cans. Yeah, everything we ordered. But they do have bottles. Mm-hmm. It's not – that's all you can get. They have bottles. I'm very excited about this because when was the last time we had a Kolsch? It's been a while. Yeah. Because one, not a lot of breweries actually do Kolsch's. And two, during this situation currently um, with, you know, getting beer shipped to you and using that Beer Me website to have it delivered, I can't find Kolsch really. Yeah. So so here we go. Our first Kolsch in quite some time. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. And very orange. 
Got a nice, decent head to it because it was agitated poor. Oh, that's such a good smell. It just smells so crisp and clean. I feel like I, I feel like I get like a nice kind of yeastiness mm-hmm. on the nose, but not in a bad way. Like sometimes yeasty is a little too yeasty. This is a nice yeast smell. It's got a nice like crispness. I'm gonna say straw hay. Definitely that, a little touch of honey in there. It smells so crisp, so clean. Like hopefully it'll be refreshing because it smells that way too. But yeah, it smells like a very bright, vibrant Kolsch. And hopefully it's tasty. So, Rebecca. Yeah. Oh, and it has the Naked Cheerio finish, which I like. Oh, yeah, it does. And um, it has a lot of honey. Mm. Very honey. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that's that's way more honey than I was expecting off the nose. I like it, though. I got a little honey on the nose, and then as soon as I like put my nose into the glass for a sip, I was like, ah, oh, that I'm really getting that honey. And, um, it's delivering on the taste. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. It's definitely clean and crisp, which I think sometimes with a lot of honey, you don't, I feel like sometimes it can be like too sweet, but I don't think it's right. too sweet. So for me personally, it's not as clean and crisp as I thought it was going to be based off the nose. The main reason mm-hmm. for that being it has much more of a mouthfeel to it than I was expecting. It does. It's more malty than I was expecting. And I think a lot of that's coming through with that increased honey note. Uh, there's the straw, that hay in there that you were talking about as well. There's more of a bitterness on the finish than I was expecting, too, because I wasn't really smelling a whole lot with the aroma, but there's a decent bitterness at the end, and I like that. Like, I like when there's a good bitterness going on, so. It's good. I like it, though. This beer is more serious than I thought it was going to be. I thought yeah. it was going to be a lot lighter. Um, And that's not a bad thing. I mm. still think it's it's still, no, still it's delivering on what I want it to be. Right. So I'm not gonna, you know, my review on this. There's not gonna be a ton to talk about. So one of the one of the things to definitely talk about with Craft Shack is how are, how's the pricing basically? It's very comparable to what you would think for ordering craft beer online. There is a good enough markup on that stuff. It's not insane, but it's also more than you're probably gonna get at your normal beer store, uh, especially for someone like us on the East Coast. Now. The other thing comes down to, like, cost for shipping. It's, you know, pretty pretty comparable. Although, they actually have an area of the website for beer you can buy that says shipping included. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, so they have certain things that are kind of, like, pre-packed that, that you can purchase from that area that shipping's already included. It will not be tacked on after the fact. Now, that said about the whole shipping thing, you need to make sure that you kind of play the game of how much is it going to cost for shipping this stuff. Right. So, so you want to have the maximum amount of beer for the mm-hmm. least amount of shipping. Now with them, they do they do like for a certain amount they they do like flat rate shipping. So it's kind of uh, harder to get things figured out yourself mm-hmm. because it's one of those things where like you order a certain amount and then they're going to figure out how many boxes they need to send. So based on that, like, they'll estimate what the cost is going to end up being, and then we'll see, you know. We were lucky because they were able to fit all our stuff in one large box. It was a pretty big box. Yeah, it was. And the the way they packed it was really good, too. But, um, yeah. Okay. So we're going to move on to our second beer, which is Cali Creamin Vanilla Cream Ale Creamsicle. 
by Mother Earth Brewing Company. And I'm looking for the ABV. It's probably somewhere around five would be it's my exactly guess. exactly five. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so I'm curious about this one because we've had Mother Earth Cali Creamin on our show before. And it's, you know, it's like a vanilla cream ale. Now, this is says Cali Cream and Creamsicle. It doesn't call out orange or anything like that. So I'm wondering if this is the exact same as it the Cali Creamin or if it's a di- variant. It should be different. It's, I think it's a variant. Oh, did you say where they were out of? No. Um, Vista, California, and Napa, and Nampa, Idaho. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I got to cut my nails so it's hard to get these tabs. I always use like the end of a spoon. Okay. This is a variant. I smelled it real quick in the can. Yes, it's not the straight up Cali Creamin that we had before. So you must get some orange. You could say that. (laughs) You could say that. That's, I feel like when I sniffed it in the can, that's all I smelled Mm -hmm. basically. Okay. This looks like the Kolsch, but yeah. Yeah. Just as clear, almost. Actually, it's a little lighter yeah. in in color of the orange than the Kolsch, which is interesting. Okay, and this is another point of how often can you get cream ales from places? That's another thing I've this been missing. Like an orange soda. Yeah, actually, it really does to a point where I feel like I don't really like the smell. Oh, I it, love it. Well, I don't like. It's a good smell because it reminds me of orange soda, and that's a good smell. But I don't like the smell because that says to me, maybe this won't even taste like a beer. beer. Like, it'll be super sweet on that orange. It's so sweet. I don't know if I'm I'm getting vanilla or not. I'm not really. Because it's just Uh, so, like, sweet orange. Yeah. It's, like, a lot of orange. And I don't know, is this, like, a synthetic orange? And maybe that's why it's so strong. But I do get a, a bit of a bitterness on the nose as well. Like there's some orange peel at play in there too, which I like. It does smell a tad bit creamy, which I guess maybe the vanilla is kind of coming in with that. Or just the cream ale. I don't know. But I'm not sure I love the smell. I love the smell. I love the taste too. Oh, it's that's nice. soft. It is. It's, it's very soft. It's uh, The nose is a little deceiving because it... Makes it smell like it's gonna be like a bigger beer than yeah. what it is, um, but it's rather delicate, and the orange isn't as kind of in your face. But you definitely get the orange, you definitely get the creaminess, and you definitely get the vanilla. So, yeah, I'm very happy that the flavor is much more. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Much more muted than the nose is, especially with that orange. But the orange does kind of taste artificial. Um, It's not too bad, though, but it does kind of taste artificial. Mm, I don't really dig on that a whole lot. But it actually is pretty solid. You can really taste the characteristic of the actual cream ale pretty well in that. And for that reason, I like it. And then it's kind of... So, okay. So each time I take a sip, it's like I taste a quick amount of that... Well, let me do it real quick again. Yeah. So I get, like, the orange real quick with a creaminess to it, which is the vanilla coming through. And then it transitions to me kind of just really tasting the characteristic of the cream ale Mm -hmm. with a nice creamy body. And then it goes back to, like, the bitterness with the orange 
on the finish. And that's yeah. kind of like the more lingering flavor in there. Which, there's a little naked Cheerio in the lingering bits at the end. Mm-hmm. I, di- I dig this. Yeah. I do dig, dig I this. I like it. I mean, it's what you would be paying for. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I do think the orange maybe is a little bit on the artificial mm-hmm. end, but it's not. It's not offensive. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Do, would you like a, a beer version of a cream of a orange creamsicle soda? That's basically what this yeah. is. And thankfully it's not too sweet. And thankfully that orange is dialed back on the flavor. So. So when you, when we got our shipment, you were the one that unpacked it and you yeah. want to talk about how the beers were packed. So each beer individually was wrapped in a lot of newspaper, and then they had those um, horizontal, um, like uh, egg egg um, egg carton type um, molds that are shaped like bottles. Basically, they had those kind of layered, and then they would just put the cans in the little spots for the bottles. And in between, if they fit, you know, and like I said, each one was individually wrapped in newspaper. And then there was extra newspaper in between the layers to kind of add padding. So it was very well padded. So there was really no damage to the box. In addition, the box is like one of those double thick boxes where it basically looks like it's kind of two regular cardboard boxes put together for each of the sides and the bottom and top. So it's extra thick. So there's a lot of padding there. So... Everything should be fine with your delivery. So that's great. Um, So I was very, very happy with the way it was shipped. It was shipped fast. They filled the order. Like, it was either same day or the next day. Like, I was impressed with how quickly they moved on the order and got it out. And we got it pretty quick. Mm -hmm. From California. Yeah. So their service is very good. Uh, Another thing I really want to... tell people about with this place and in comparison to craft beer kings because i still i like craft beer kings craft shack's website is way more user friendly than craft beer kings Uh, it's a lot easier to find things on craft shack the way they break down categories is a lot easier to find things and a lot cleaner the site just looks better too it's less cluttered than craft beer kings so it's simple clean easy to navigate i like it and we Got everything we ordered. There wasn't any substitutions. There wasn't yes. any, like... That's, yeah. Well, and I was going to say that's another thing that they have over Craft Beer Kings, but... It could have just been a, what we ordered, Right. Though. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll see. I mean, I I will order from Craft Shack again. I'll tell you that straight up. I, I had a great experience with it. I really like their variety of beers. It's a lot of stuff we can't get our hands on, and obviously the shipping went really well. It was super easy, very seamless. So you just have to be okay with, you know, spending some extra money because that's what happens when you're buying from an online beer store. But they're not just beer. They have ciders, they have liquor, they have wine, I believe. Oh, and you can order all that online. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. do you want other things? Go for it. And Craft Beer Kings is just beer. No, Craft Beer Kings has some other stuff, but they're called Craft Beer Kings, so. Yeah. I guess Craft Shack does kind of allude to craft beer, but, you know, 
Anyway, okay. what's our next beer? Babe? So our next beer is by Crooked Stave. They're out of Denver, Colorado. It is a coconut coffee stout, which is an imperial stout brewed with coconut and coffee. It is 9.5%. Ooh, wow. Up there. So here's something to point out about this. Much like Almanac, this is another brewery that is best known for their sour beers. Yeah, I was going to say, Crooked Stave, what? I have never had anything from Crooked Stave that is anything other than a sour. So when I saw this available, got very excited, much like the Almanac beers that we got. Because I was like, what? Crooked Stave and it isn't sour. I have to try it. Plus, coconut and coffee, yeah, two of Rebecca's good. favorite things for beer. So yeah, I'm excited about this one. We're gonna hit this up. Hope this is good. So hopefully we taste the coconut though, because sometimes coconut can get lost. There we go. I would say the majority of the time coconut gets lost. Here, I need to remember. Please oh, remind man, me. Man, it's dark. Yeah, it's it looks thick too. Um, please remind me when we're recording that I should always pour yours first, so you can already start. You know. Smelling yeah. if you want to. I'm still that. just looking at how dark it is when you pull it. I know. Um, this is like I one will... of the darkest stouts I've seen in a while. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be that dark. Like, the head that's been created there is insanely dark brown. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like... Well, it's nine and a half. Darker than chocolate milk dark. It's nine and a half percent, so, you know. Well, usually when, I, when we have one that's that dark on the head, it usually has some kind of like soy sauce notes, like beef jerky in the nose. Mm -hmm. I hope we're not getting that. Type that type of stuff. It's soft. It does. I definitely am getting the coffee, but it, Ooh, it's, I think it's light. more of a green coffee. Yeah, it's more of a light green coffee, and it's very subtle. It's not subtle. It's just like soft. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of, it smells creamy in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm getting some chocolate. Definite chocolate in there. And a little, like, chalky ash. I don't get vanilla. No. And I'm not getting the coconut. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, when I said vanilla, I meant coconut. Oh, yeah. okay. I was There's like, no I'm vanilla not... in this. I was I like, I'm not coconut. getting vanilla. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm not. Um, good point on that ashiness on the end. I definitely get it. But it's not a bad ashiness. No. It's subtle. Um, and it, there's a nice slight bitterness on the end as well of each sniff. I think it smells really good and it smells like it could be really well balanced, especially with how the coffee is on the nose. Ooh, that is a heavy mouthfeel right it there. It is. And there's a, there's a lot of bitterness. Yeah. It's like very dark chocolate in there. Complete with the, you know, high concentration dark chocolate bitterness. The bitterness just goes all around the outsides of your tongue. Not a lot of coffee or coconut, though. Oh, I'm getting a little coconut, though. I get a... I get an okay... On the finish. I get an okay amount of coffee. Um, yes, I get some coconut. It's pretty faint. It's very syrupy, though. It's very syrupy. It's yeah. very, very viscous as a beer, which, you know, we saw that coming out of the can. Right. Um, I don't think it tastes like 9.5%, though. Mm. I mean, besides it being viscous, I'm not yeah. perceiving the alcohol. I get some of the... I, I would probably guess it at like 8, 8.5%. So, yeah, I think it, it tastes like a little bit less, but... I like it. I don't love it. 
Yeah. There's a little of that soy sauce in the flavor. Like, slight at the end. The bitterness is kind of medium-ish at the end. Um, I feel like a lot of the bitterness actually folds into that dark chocolate and feels like it's a part of that, not separate. But, kind of to your point, though, about it not seeming like 9.5%, it does drink a lot easier than you would think for how viscous it is and how high in alcohol it is. I just, I'm wanting more coffee and I'm wanting more coconut. I will say, though, as I continued to sip it, I was tasting a bit more coconut. The coconut was yeah, starting to come I'd, through I definitely more. am getting the coconut. It's not completely lost, but... So, so it's still it's still a little cold. I'm wondering if the coconut shows up even more when it warms up even more. So we'll find out. Yeah, we will. We'll find out. So. Okay, so I think the last thing I want to talk about is one of the cool things that they're doing on Craft Beer Kings, which is they have a whole section you can go to. Well, first Wait, of all, Craft Beer Kings or um, Craft did I say Craft Beer Kings? You did. Uh, I meant Craft, Craft Shack. Shack. Sorry, 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 Craft Shack. Yeah, Craft Shack. So first of all, they have all these categories. Like they'll have stouts, they'll have IPAs, sours, you know, all those categories. But then they'll also have like trending. So, like, what's popular right now? What are a lot of people buying? And then they also have San Diego. Since they're from San Diego, you can just look at who's local brewery-wise if you just want to get San Diego stuff. Um, They have a really good selection because they're getting from uh, high-demand breweries as well um, from not just the state of California. Like, prime example, uh, they have some Alchemist beers. And we were able to oh, order. That's right, we did. Yeah, we ordered one focal banger and, and one heady topper. But that's a good thing. They limit one. Um, they also had some Cantillon on recently. Um, they, oddly enough, I don't know. We haven't talked about them in a while, but there's a brewery in like southern, like southeast Maryland called um, Burley Oak, who we did a showcase on a long time ago. And they make these really sought-after sour beers. It's like fruited with lactose sour beers called Dreams, spelled J-R-E-A-M-S. Now, somehow, Craft Shack has them. We can't get them distribution-wise in the state that they're made in, but I could order them from San Diego from Craft Shack. That doesn't make sense to me, but at the same time, it's cool that they have that relationship. So if we really want it, we could do that. We can get it. Because we also don't want to drive all the way to Berlio. Because for us, it'd be like, what, like two and a half, three hour drive yeah. just to get there. Not going to do that. So their selection is very good. They have some really awesome relationships. And that points to what the last beer is, because that's another relationship. And that's uh, Toppling Goliath, which a lot of people talk big stuff about. Now, we've only had Pseudo Sue. By mm, Toppling yeah. Goliath, which is a great pale ale. And we had it on the podcast not long ago. So what we have here is their Pompeii, which is just an IPA. And Toppling Goliath is out of Decorah, Iowa. And this beer, Toppling uh, Pompeii, is... I'm looking for the percentage on it. I don't see one. I don't see a percentage. Okay. The ABV is unknown. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, okay, but the uh, while I pop this, while I start to pour it, I'm going to say the last thing I wanted to say about their categories. 
My favorite category on there that I think is super cool on their website, which I utilized, was variety packs. Mm. They have specific variety packs that you can purchase. And it's not only... Some of it is variety packs that are pre-packaged by the breweries themselves, but some of them are variety packs that they put together oh, that's themselves. And that's where we got the beers for the brewery showcase we're going to okay. do. Cool. So they had put that together. When they have enough, they'll kind of like cobble it together and be like, buy this for a special price and you can get all these beers from this one brewery. Or they'll even have a variety pack of all different beers from San Diego. They have one of those. Hmm. And they have one of a smattering of different stouts, uh, stuff like that. So I like that about it. Cool. All right. So let's look at this Pompeii. So this is pretty yellow and pretty yeah. hazy. Yeah. It looks like a hazy IPA potentially. Yellowish, yellow with an orangish hue to it. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. That is a strong ass nose. It's a really nice nose, though. Yeah, but I'm getting that Vaseline that I don't like. Okay. And then it doesn't bother me, especially not in this beer. I see, you know, you have a, have have a flavor that you don't like, and then that just ruins it. What do I smell? I smell a lot of pineapple in this. Pineapple, it is. a little grapefruit, a little mango, a little guava. Yep, orange. There's a nice malty backbone in the nose. It smells and, slightly sweet, but not too much. And I'm getting um, perceiving a bitterness. Yeah, it's pretty light, though. Mm, it smells very vibrant, very juicy, mm -hmm. very flavorful, citrusy, tropical. It smells very good. That's good. Mm. I like the mouthfeel. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a very serious mouthfeel to it, and I dig that. Mm -hmm. It's not too much. like It's not like syrupy, but it's just full. It's a full-bodied beer. It's got a nice malt backbone. Those hops are really propped up with that malt. I dig that. That's good. Hmm. So flavor-wise, yeah, definitely getting the pineapple. Mango's coming through even more than what I was mm -hmm. smelling in it. Still getting the Vaseline on the taste, though. A little, like, grapefruit peel. Grapefruit is, peel? Yeah. Because I get, I feel mm. like I get a little bit of grapefruit, and then the bitterness in there reminds me of that. There is a pretty solid amount of bitterness to this. Yeah. And I like that. I, I like an IPA that backs things up with a decent bitterness. That's why when you ask me what style of IPA am I most down with, it's got to be West Coast-style IPA. Got to have the bitter, man. It's all about the balance. I know there was something written on this, um, so I want to read it now. Do, 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 do. See if it has anything. Oh, wow. Features mango and pineapple. There we go. Okay. Well, I picked those out. Okay. That's it? Yeah, that's it for the flavor notes on there. So I guess I picked out what they wanted us to. I'm going over looking at the other ones real quick to see if they had any flavor notes. None of the other ones do. Oh, wait. I will go back and say that the Almanac True Kolsch says that it's done in the typical German Kolsch style. The hops in it are Hollertau Blanc, and the malt is Cologne, Carafome, and Vienna. So hmm. that's good to know. Okay, so overall, I really liked our experience with Craft Shack. Uh, yeah. I really liked the selection. I love the way their website's laid out. This 
it's actually been my favorite online beer store ordering experience. I'd say it was pretty seamless. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember you telling me you put the order in, and then I was like, oh, it's shipped. I was like, holy cow. Yeah, so I can do nothing but highly recommend Craft Shack, to be honest. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. So go go look into it. Like I'm saying, if you are into spending some extra dough on that type of thing, if you can. All right, so we will continue to do more of these. Trust us. It's <laughs> just it's just not going to be at a fast pace because I'm not looking to spend money well, that quickly. And we have a lot of beer. We do now, yes. Our fridge is like stopped because <laughs> our order was pretty substantial. Yeah, from Craft Shack. And then we also went to a local-ish brewery and stocked up there for my birthday. So, yeah. So we have some stuff. But that's good for you guys. Because that means we have plenty of cool episodes coming out. Definitely. Okay, so this is going to be a little tough yes, to rank. Really tough. Mm, I'm having... I think I'm pretty set on what my number one's going to be. And then I have two beers that I feel like are really vying for the three versus four. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I know my one. I know my two. Okay. Okay, go ahead. First, I need to say, I do like all these. Yeah, I do too. I do. And I'm going to enjoy finishing these off with you. So my number four is going to be the Crooked Stave Coconut Coffee Stout. That's the Imperial Stout brewed with coconut and coffee. That's my number four. Um, wanted better coffee to it. More coconut would be nice. It's um, pretty thick and syrupy, but it's still it's still pretty good. It's just I don't like it as much as the others. So my number three is actually going to be the Mother Earth Brew Company's Cali Creamin Vanilla Cream Ale Creamsicle version. This is pretty nice. Uh, I like that um, orange to it. It is like an artificial orange, but it's not offensive, so it's pretty solid. My number two is going to be the Almanac Beer Company's True Kolsch. That is a nice, tasty, light, refreshing Kolsch that has more of a serious body than I was assuming, but that's nice. And my number one is going to be this Pompeii IPA by Toppling Goliath. Uh, that's a really nice IPA. I want more of this beer. I, I love how much bitterness there is in the end of that with all those wonderful like pineapple and mango flavors up front. That's a really nice high, higher bitterness IPA. I really like it. All right. So your ranking. Mine's similar. Okay. Number four is going to be the Coconut Coffee Stout. All right. I assumed. My number three is the Cali Cream cream and Creamsicle. Okay. My number two is the Pompeii okay. IPA. And then my number one is the Almanac True Kolsch. Yeah. But good beers. Oh, yeah. Really good beers. The, uh, the other beer we were potentially going to put in instead of the Kolsch was their Hoppy Pilsner. So... Um, yeah, I'm excited to try that at mm-hmm. some point. That should be good, good too. It's going to be tasty, I'm sure. Almanac does good stuff. Actually, all these breweries do good, good mm-hmm. things. They're all good. Yeah. And Craft Shack is good. Mm-hmm. More than good, in my opinion. All right. So, uh, people let us know, are these actually 
helpful episodes, do you then hear these and say, oh, I'll order from them? Uh, you can give us some feedback on that. But also, you know, what types of episodes do you want us to do? Are there specific beers you want us to try and go out and get? And then also, if you want to, you know, you can purchase orders and have them sent to us instead. That's true. You could purchase from <laughs> Craft Shack and have them sent here. You don't have to do that. But if you wanted to, we wouldn't turn it down. But anyway, uh, oh, you can email us at BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. That's where I was going with that. The beer's starting to set in. I think it's that coconut coffee style. Yeah. The nine and a half. That'll get you. But yeah, do you have anything else you need to throw out there? I don't think so. Just check us out on Instagram, Brutal Battle Podcast. Yeah. See what uh, we're drinking. Yeah, and for any like back episodes, if you want to go way back, because we put out a ton of episodes, um, we have... You can go through the website. It's all there and just do searches. That's another thing. There's a search function in the top right-hand corner where if you're looking for a specific beer or a specific brewery, you can just plug that in there and it should come up with all the episodes that feature that. Uh, otherwise, you can also find all of our back catalog on archive.org. If you just put in Brutal Battle, it'll bring up all the episodes. Because you have search you have tags for all yeah, the episodes. Correct. So you can yes. search. Through archive.org and the regular website, BrutalBattle.com. Uh, the problem is on things like iTunes, it can't keep the entire catalog on there. It can only do like the last 50 episodes. So if you want anything past that, you have to go to the website or archive.org to get it. So, And I will say at this point, I haven't done it, but if you go back and listen to like the first few episodes, it's very different. And it's <laughs> not good. And it's probably pretty funny how bad it is. But that's good to kind of show how, how far you've yeah, mass, grown. Yeah, and... massive improvement. So, yeah. But thanks, everyone, for listening to this. Really appreciate it. If you want to support us... The best way to really support us is to tell people about the podcast, to be honest, and give us ratings and reviews on whatever podcatchers you can do that on. So thank you very much, and until next time, keep it brutal. I feel so-